0: some news about Baptist Hospital um you know last week and um you know my, my position really just two things to address one is you know the commitment level from the city uh, as we sit here today on January 16th the only dollars committed to this project were requested by the city so there's a five million dollar uh, uh commercial revitalization program that's uh, uh those five million dollars we the city could have asked for many other projects and those five million dollars require that it becomes city property. So that if, if anyone has taken a leap of faith, of commitment, uh, it certainly has been us.
1: Mayor D.C. Reeves responding to comments made by Alex Andrade last week. Uh, I know to us, also to the PNJ, about what he needs to see from the city when it comes to the funding from the state to tear down and uh, take ownership of and do whatever they're going to do with it eventually at the Old Baptist Hospital property. This is what Alex told us last Friday.
0: If your only tactic is you're the one most willing to walk away, well, that's not a good tactic when you're procuring state funds. I need to know that you actually care about the project. The mayor could take out a pink crayon right on a kitchen napkin, say, I will take the land if the state funds $7 $8 million in the budget for acquiring the land. And that would be satisfactory.
1: So he was saying that that had not been done, even though that had been communicated very clearly to the mayor. And uh, you know, the back and forth was kind of a just an almost, not quite that. Which I understood the mayor's position was: look, uh, I don't want to get on the hook for demolishing this building if it's going to cost us four, five, six million, ten million extra that we don't currently have. Um, that's why he was reluctant to make the promise. But as you heard him yesterday saying that uh, he already di- he he thinks that he already has. I, don't know whether that's going to be enough for Alex or not um, but you know the mayor was emphatic yesterday about the city is 100
0: percent committed to making it happen and we've walked the walk already we, we we have we could have asked for that five million dollars to go to something else that we own uh, we didn't do that we we took I took a leap of faith that requires risk that requires unknowns and said hey this is so important to us that we are willing to use uh, one of the spots that we could have been for something else. Uh, to show that we're invested in what happens at Baptist.
1: And that's what he thinks is, again, kind of that signal. And, uh, you know, I haven't chatted with Alex uh, to ask him if that's adequate. We'll talk to the mayor this morning and see what he wants to say about this. Although he did kind of mention yesterday that he doesn't want to get into this, you know, he said, he said kind of thing with with uh, Representative Andrade. So my
0: focus right now is on the mission. Um, you know, I'm not going to go back and forth and on in the media about how we should do it and what the request should be everyone is on the same page we talk to senator broxton's office almost every day uh on a variety of issues if not every day um uh, so we are very aligned in this community we're aligned with baptists we're, we're aligned with the delegation
1: no man go back and forth in the media that's the fun part come on i know <laughs> I want things to get done too. So he did kind of lay out his overall funding goals strategy, f- like by source.
0: My goal of this project is to get the funding stack completed within the year, uh, and that means a requ- that we're asking Baptist to put up three million dollars. That means we're asking the county to put up two million dollars. That means, in addition to the five million, that the city I will be requesting that the CRA and council put up a million dollars. Uh, if we're if we are going to accomplish this mission we have to all be in this together
1: i'm assuming that's a million each one from the cra and one from the council the cra is kind of the council in other clothes basically um because if he's asking two million from the county and even match from the two and uh he also made sure to say you know which is the appropriate diplomatic thing to say is he appreciates all the work by the legislative delegation
0: i'm appreciative of uh, representative andrade's uh, work to get this done uh, I'm appreciative of Senator Broxton's work to get this done, and uh, we're not going to all always agree on tactics.
1: Yeah, that's that that's true. But the other question that had been raised was, well, if he doesn't want to commit the city, doesn't want to obligate the city to do it, well, what if the money went to the county and the county took ownership of the property? Uh, you know, it's not unheard of for the county to own stuff inside the city, the Bay Center, Oh, by the way, coming in at a ripe $140 million over the next 20 years for repairs and $70 million over the next seven. That's $10 million a year, you know, <laughs> $10 million a year for uh, the Bay Center, who uh, currently gets, uh, what was the number, seven hundred grand a year? <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, back to Baptist and the question of whether the county would, whether he'd be okay with that, he said, yeah. I do not care who owns it. I want the project done.
0: If the county would rather take this on, um, uh, no hard feelings. There's no ego about this. We want this to get done. So if the county would rather do it uh, and and do it their way, certainly I I would be happy to step aside and allow them to do that.
1: So what's going to actually happen? Well, you know, decision makers need to make some decisions. That's what I think. And uh, so that means, you know, Commissioner May and the Board of County Commissioners and or Mayor Reeves and... uh, my guess, again, I, I did not uh, talk to Alex to find out his response to all this. I was going to give the mayor a chance to say on the air. If if he says anything of the following, you know, na- crayon on the napkin, like, yes, we'll take the money and we'll, we'll take ownership of the property. That's all I think. That's all Alex needs to hear is some promise somewhere about that. And um, I think the mayor is sort of saying, well, we already made that promise. And Alex on Friday said, no, you didn't. <laughs> so, yeah, well see if he's willing to say the magic words i don't know 516 here on news radio 923 uh 22 degrees which by the way um a schools closed in escambia county not in santa rosa you know what i did not check i think uwf and psc are open is that right david have you checked the, would you double check on that cuz i think they are but i don't know for a fact and i should know but i did not check yet uh, i was thinking about that this morning cuz santa rosa and Okaloosa did not close and I think they got this right. I'm usually pretty deferential toward the judgment of the school district on whether to close or not because I know a lot of times it's the, you know, what can happen, what are we looking at kind of thing. And I don't I don't agree with the Scambia County schools closing today. Now, they may have what may be the case is there may be some schools that they know have problems handling the cold and they're worried about stuff freezing or bursting pipes and things. Like, I mean, that, you know, it's more than just, well, it's cold outside. The problem is it's dry it's not that windy. It's a wind chill, but it's not that windy. And so it's not that bad for buses. And for any of us who grew up in the Midwest, we're like, you're closing why exactly? <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just you'd be closed from December to February if you closed for it's just 20 degrees out. Um, so I don't agree with the decision. But, you know, maybe there's some bit of reasoning that I'm not privy to or haven't thought of. Uh, but, you know, the fact that Santa Rosa and Okaloosa did not close should indicate that it wasn't really that essential to do it today, but if you do have kids off school, you know you can have some fun this morning, as long as you um, did appropriately wrap your outside spigot. Then <laughs> I feel like that's our new pivot. Um, if you wrapped your outside spigot and you're uh, you're willing to go out and do it for a few minutes, um, any horizontal surface that you can get some water on is going to make a nice fun ice skating rink this morning uh do be careful you know that's sidewalks and whatnot i know it's not good for the sidewalk or the driveway but still it's fun and i did it this morning i went out i was driving in uh, the back way through the um uh, university mall parking lot and you know there's various places where water either has leaked or the sprinklers are on i saw one place sprinklers on this morning and uh, it, it's it's a nice thin sheet of ice that you can just slide on. You can't really go ice skating on it. Uh, but you could slide on it. And it's just cold enough that you can make that happen. So you can have some fun with the kids this morning. It can be the uh, the lower Alabama slip and slide is what you can have going on today. 519 News Radio 92.3. By the way, let me just say this. I did not even wear a coat into work today. No, I'm in the car. You know, I get it. I had a coat in the car. But I saw David wearing a beanie hat from Iowa in 22 degrees really what's that now
2: it's cold it's cold it's not that cold look I've acclimated I'm a Floridian no. now yeah
1: your blood's thin and all That's that right. okay sure whatever yeah. <laughs> I thought That's about wearing shorts say. today I thought about it just as a statement and I decided even I am not that dumb <laughs> it's not gonna happen 519 on News Radio ninety two three informative local dependable if you're thinking about that next home or the first home you know or selling or picking up a second or a third whatever you're you know because you might be doing a rental a vacation rental whatever christina leavenworth and her team at Leaven rinky realty they're fantastic i mean they sold 135 sorry 175 homes last year there's more than 40 years of collective experience on the team uh she's been doing this since 2017 which is not that long you said well is time in good or bad well i think it's more how many deals have you done than sort of longevity, you know, $65 million worth of property is pretty good. Uh, But I, you know, for only being doing this, that's not good grammar, uh, for only doing this seven years, it's pretty amazing the number of homes that she sells every year. And the point is not that there's like this big churn and burn kind of process. It's just that they know how to get it done. She's found this formula, this system, she calls it for selling homes that works over and over. If you do these things, you get these results. But in the process, it's always you who's in control. It's always you who, you know, gets your information, gets your questions answered, gets you know questions to ask you didn't even know to ask, because they want to make sure she wants to make sure that you are always comfortable with everything that's happening. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty 723-9158.
3: Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru. The men and women here at Anderson Subaru are committed to the Subaru Love Promise, a promise between us and our communities, a promise to make the Gulf Coast a better place to live, to work, and to play. And we're proud of what we've accomplished. From our ongoing support of the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association and Ascension Sacred Heart to volunteering with Feeding the Gulf Coast, we've conducted clothing drives for loaves and fishes and charity auctions for Gulf Coast Kids House, and we support Sherwood Elementary School in multiple ways. We're committed to the pets in our communities, too. By supporting dog adoption events with Phoenix Rising Rescue, Barktoberfest with Pensacola Humane Society, and Potty Gras with Wolf Game Park and Brews. And the love continues. Through donations, volunteering, and monetary support, Anderson Subaru is making a difference in the lives of our neighbors and our community. The Subaru love promise. That's a promise we intend to keep. At Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's
4: got a Subaru for you. Yeah attention business and homeowners are you tired of that red dirt driveway are your customers having to dodge potholes or even worse avoiding your business let patriotic paving and maintenance pave a way to a better business and a better curb appeal patriotic is veteran owned and operated and servicing the entire gulf coast and offers seal coating line striping patching and full paving both asphalt and concrete for residential and commercial get a free quote today or get more information at patriotic that's patriotic paving
1: Sometimes I struggle to get to sleep. My
4: body stopped for the day, but my mind is still running. So I take Z-Quil,
5: Z-Quil the world's number 1 sleep aid brand, has a range of non-habit forming products to fit you and your family's needs. Invest in a great night's sleep for the best you tomorrow.
1: I'm awake and ready to take on anything.
5: Better days start with Z-Quil nights. Explore our products at Z-Quil.com. Use Uses directed. Keep out of reach of children.
6: Guy Benson, keeping you informed of the news every day at 2. Right after Mark Newfan, and Robbins, on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. DX is designed to terminate other cybernetic organisms.
1: So, she's an anti-Terminator. Terminator? You have got to be kidding me.
6: No, I'm not
4: kidding you.
2: Senate Bill 850, use of artificial intelligence in political advertising. The increasing access to sophisticated AI-generated content threatens the integrity of elections by facilitating the dissemination of misleading or completely fabricated information that appears more realistic than ever. The technology that produces this content has advanced rapidly and outpaced
0: government regulation.
2: Senate Bill 850 seeks to address the rising concern of deceptive campaign advertising by mandating disclaimers on political ads that contain certain content generated through artificial intelligence.
1: That's uh, Senator Nick Desegli yesterday in committee in the uh, Tallahassee legislature in the Senate uh, explaining Senate Bill 850, which would, as he said, ban using, well, not ban, but require you to use a disclaimer if you put up an A.I of your, like, opponent saying something that they never actually said. I would just soon have it banned, but they've gone this way. And part of the reason I think they've gone this way is for sort of artistic license um, because – is a political cartoon is that fabricated reality yeah it kind of can be i mean you know you start to get it into an interesting territory tina scott polski who's a democrat said don't we already do a lot of this stuff like with photoshop and editing and manipulation of images and you do things to embarrass people isn't that is that prohibited?" and he said yeah no that's not really a part of it but you know Um, One thing that did get changed in the bill yesterday, I thought this was interesting, one of the amendments is uh, it has to be harmful to the candidate or uh, deceptive about a ballot issue because you could have friendly AI, right? I mean, you could have just you got the AI to say something like pretend people saying pretend things. It's not even about the politician lying. It's just using generative AI for Voice work or something like that, and they don't want you to have to put a disclaimer on that. It's specifically meant to be for lies about politicians or about ballot issues. So the Democrats on the committee that I heard talk yesterday, Tina Scott-Polsky and Bobby Powell, both agreed that this is a problem, that we need to get a handle on it, but they weren't convinced that this bill was ripe yet in the way it wants to deal with the problem.
5: There's just a lot of questions that I have. I do want to
7: support this. I do want to... um I do want to figure out, we really, really, really got to figure out how to deal with AI uh, in terms of elections. And,
1: and you might think of this as the deep fakes on TV problem, but what about robocalls? With fake audio recordings of your opponent saying something, right? That's, that's almost like low bar kind of lying that you could easily do right now. And so preventing that seems like, uh, you know, and the disclaimer would have to come at the beginning of the robocall, right? Can't have it at the end. That doesn't make any sense. So, again, I, I think the bill is on the right track. It definitely needs to be addressed. The question is how. 527 News Radio 92. Three. David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David.
2: Well, first of all, I did check on uh, UWF and PSC. Mm-hmm. Both are still
1: open. Both today. open because it's just cold. That's just all. cold. Mm-hmm. Take more
2: than that to cancel college classes. There you go. Uh, former President Trump campaigning today in New Hampshire after his victory in the Iowa caucus. Uh, New Hampshire's primary vote will be January 23rd. The oldest member of the U.S. Senate is in the hospital, Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley, uh, apparently receiving some antibiotic infusions to treat some some form of infection. He's an eight-term senator, 90 years old. He's actually a really nice guy as well.
1: I would have guessed 120, but, you know, whatever. Looks can be deceiving.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, and he, he is a nice
1: guy, but he is... Um, He's not young,
2: not at all. No, and uh, he says he plans to get back to work as soon as possible.
1: And and by the way, at the age of ninety, he is almost old enough to be president. Go just on, about, <laughs> just about, just <laughs> about.
2: Four astronauts on a historic mission due to blast off today. SpaceX launching the Ax Three mission from the Kennedy Space Center. Uh, this one will have the first all-European commercial crew to go to the International Space Station.
1: Oh man, you gotta you gotta say it the other way though. Which one X three? Ah, that does sound better. Yes, yeah, I mean you got to go with the cool name sound if you can do it. You know, A-X, A X X cutting their way into space. No, no I'm all alone in this. Okay, fine. I like it, <laughs> David. Thanks so much for the update. Uh, let's see. Oh, Nikki Haley doesn't think she needs to debate Ron DeSantis again. So the debate for tom- I think it's tomorrow night was when this is going to be for New Hampshire. Uh, ABC has canceled because um, Trump's not debating. DeSantis is willing to debate because desperate. Yeah, I mean, mm. right, yeah, look, you know, to get any kind of track, she doesn't need it in New Hampshire. It can only harm her, so she's pulling the Trump card. <laughs> See what I did there? Oh. Uh, she's <laughs> – sorry. No, but she's saying, well, if he's not going to debate, I'm not going to debate. And she says if he will, she will, and uh, he, he's not going to, and so she's not going to. So it's not going to be, you know, our governor up there all by himself. I do, I do think it is interesting. You know, I love that Asa Hutchinson did us the favor of officially dropping out of the race. Oh, he hadn't already? No, not officially, but now he has. So. I did not even know he was running. I had no clue. <laughs> We're still getting the Doug Burgum ads running the five, 502 spot uh, from Fox National. It's kind of funny to me every time I hear those. Um, meanwhile, Vivek Ramas- Ramaswamy, in his sudden discovery of patriotism, I mean, not really. He's always been, but, you know, says that uh, Ron and Nikki should drop out for the good of the party. Um, uh, you know, soon enough, <laughs> I think that's what you're gonna see soon enough. Four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. Don't take a Tesla to the cold. Did you see this? The Teslas in Chicago—they're having to tow them away from the charging stations because they can't charge or hold a charge in the cold. Which, by the way, is like true of your phones and stuff too, because the lithium-ion batteries do not like this kind of cold. Uh, so yeah. Um, you do find that occasionally there are things about these EVs that are, let's just say, not quite fully worked out for prime time.
4: Fox
7: News.
1: I'm Chris Foster.
2: We now uh, have our eyes on a very special place. You know what that place is? New Hampshire. Yeah!
7: Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, and Ron DeSantis all campaigned in New Hampshire today, six days to the Republican primary. there. They were there yesterday, too. DeSantis first, though, in Haley's home state, South Carolina, criticizing her and Trump on transgender issues. He had a tough
0: time answering a question about whether a man can become a woman, Uh, and Nikki
7: Haley as well gave a word salad on that. Haley in Bretton Woods, New Hampshire, on transgender boys in girls' sports.
0: We have to raise strong girls. And strong girls become strong women. Strong women become strong leaders. And none of that happens if we have biological boys playing in girls' sports. We've got to cut that out.
7: Now, former candidate Vivek Ramaswamy campaigned with Trump in Atkinson, New Hampshire. Iran launches airstrikes targeting what it says are militant bases in Pakistan. Two children are reported killed. America's listening to Fox News.
2: Good morning. It's 21 degrees, mostly clear skies right now in Pensacola. Uh, Starting out a look at our school closures this morning. Escambia County Public Schools are closed today. Santa Rosa County Schools are open. Baldwin County Schools have a late start at 10 a.m. Escambia, Alabama Schools open today. UWF and PSC uh, both open as normal. Escambia County Public Schools now has a permanent... Superintendent. Last night, the school board voted to give Keith Leonard that job permanently. Uh, He'd been serving as the interim superintendent since Dr. Tim Smith was fired last May. The board unanimously voted to give Leonard the job. Chairperson Patty Hightower now negotiating Leonard's new contract. With the uh, Pensacola CRA considering whether to tie up money in renovating the Malcolm Young gym, Mayor D.C. Reeves believes the city would be better served, learning from the past, and working to save the Cobb Community Center.
0: That, that same 150 dollars to $175,000 assessment will need to be done at Cobb. Um, we'll have a list of, uh, as, you, as you know, there's, it is full of programming right now, uh, Cobb Center. It is in active use, uh, and two of the nine uh, beams are, are questionable at this point.
2: Back in the fall, the city received a preliminary engineer's assessment saying two of the gym's eight arches should be repaired as soon as possible. Mayor Reeves says there's two distinct differences between the Cobb Center and Malcolm Young. He says the Cobb Center is functional and hasn't been deemed unsafe. And two, the Cobb Center has maintained public programming for years while the Young Center was privately leased out. Well, there's more money to spend than expected for state lawmakers. The state's Revenue Estimating Conference announced yesterday that Florida took in over $2 billion more than previously thought that money would be able to be used for this year's budget and also next year's. A state official uh, tells the news service of Florida that most of the extra money is coming from a 4% rise in sales tax revenue, which was due to inflation driving up prices. Florida lawmakers now trying to Restrict the use of artificial intelligence in political advertising. Republican Senator Nick DeSegli is sponsoring SB 850. It would make it a misdemeanor to use generative AI in ads without a disclaimer that it was created with AI. The bill passed a Senate committee yesterday. DeSegli uh, admits that the bill does need some clarification but says that can come as this process unfolds. It's 5:34 news radio and let's get a look at our channel 3 weather.
3: This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We are going to be seeing a very cold start to the day. Temperatures starting off in the teens and 20s, feeling much cooler. As you go through the afternoon, sunny skies high near 46 degrees. Another cold night tonight. Temperatures dropping into the 30s, 34 degrees for your low. And then by Thursday, warming up with 60 degrees and a 30% chance of rain. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center.
2: Thank you, Brooke. It's 21 in Pensacola, 21. One in Gulf Breeze, 20 in Milton, and all across the area. The wind chill temperature uh, is down in the mid teens. Our next news at six, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92
6: 3. News Radio Pensacola. Your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay, followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins, followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin, followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620.
4: Loading the kids in the car brokering peace in the back seat mastering the snack handoff without even looking why are simple things sometimes so complicated thankfully with auto owners insurance doesn't have to be one of them we work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things like figuring out what's growing in that cup holder that's simple human sense
5: ask rushing insurance in pensacola and daphne if auto owners make sense for you
0: Join Stefan Schmidt, Marine Service Technology Instructor at Georgetown Technical College for Boat Smart on the Pensacola Expert Panel this Friday at 10 a.m. Key Marine sponsoring the show. When Key Marine needs to hire Marine Service technicians, they hire students from Georgetown Technical College. Have a boating question for Stefan? Then give us a call at 437 1620. It's a dream team, so join them this Friday at 10 a.m.
4: The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92 3 AM 1620.
6: Wrap up your day with all of the national, state, local sports and entertainment news with Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin on News Radio 923.
1: Thirty-seven here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News, and it is cold, 22, depending on where you are. Warmer toward the water, colder away from the water. I don't mean to be a meteorologist on you or nothing, but that's just kind of how that works. Uh, so it's cold enough to freeze water on your driveway or your sidewalk this morning, so uh, be careful if you see somebody's left the sprinklers going, you got to walk over it or bike over it, but otherwise the roads seem to be pretty dry. They did get out yesterday and, uh, you know, pre de them with the chemicals on the uh, Three Mile Bridge and the I-10 Escambia Bay Bridge. And uh, <laughs> according to Scott Lunsford, Escambia County was having some brief retraining for people on how to use the snowplow uh, attachments that they bought after the 2014 ice storm. You remember that? Escambia County or after? I thought it was Escambia County, but he was saying that. I don't know. Anyway, that they were having some, you know, you all know how to do this if we have to do this, right? Oh, we're not going to need to do that, sir. Yeah, but just in case. Training never hurts. Continuing education. 538 News Radio 92. Three. Chip Simmons yesterday. The Scambia County Sheriff Chip Simmons joined us here. Uh, Welcome back to the show, sir. Good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm I'm doing well. Uh, Because you're indoors. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, Just a quick question on that. How does that kind of cold uh, affect your deputies, especially like the canine units with the dogs, you know, getting out and it's cold like that? What kind of extra precautions do they have to take?
7: Well, I mean, again, we have... uh, coats type things that that we can put on our dogs but the dogs are uh, they they don't get out there in this weather too too awful much with the rainy conditions Mm -hmm. especially the way it is today Uh, you know our deputies obviously we we issue jackets you know and, and it's it's cold you know a couple months of the year so that it really doesn't affect us that much Fortunately, the call volume's down a little bit whenever it's super cold outside, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and we don't have as many calls for service. The problem gets when we have like a traffic accident. And we're out there directing traffic. Oh yeah. And, and so what we do is we try to make sure that we we relieve the deputies periodically so they can get warm. We're not we're not like we are, you know in Boston where they're prepared for this and with the thick gloves and all. But um, you know we obviously have jackets and, and we tell our deputies to to. It's like you said, you know uh, it's going to be colder tomorrow, so we know. It's going to be colder tomorrow. We know that if, if you're working tomorrow, that you need to bring a ja- right. jacket.
1: Um, one of the things I also had been, uh, somebody had asked me to ask you the deputy that was involved in that uh, fatality at W Street and Brent, uh, I guess he'd asked how the deputy was doing. Right. I, I assume he means physically, but he might also meant just psychologically. The deputy's doing okay? Yeah, he was treated and released, uh, and he's still on administrative leave. Okay. And I mean,. It's a hard thing to handle. I mean, you know, just that just being involved in the death of somebody right. is always hard to handle. But have you, I don't know, talked to him or know anything? Or I have not spoken to him. Okay. But, uh I, my, my, uh, supervisors have,
7: okay. have been speaking with him and periodically talk to him and find out what what's what's going on. Okay. And and then we'll have um, you know some. Uh, some conversations with him, you know, before, if, and when he gets back to work.
1: Great. Um, we had a couple of incidents happen. Uh, you had a Pensacola man, Corey clay arrested after a chase scene on uh, pine forest. Right. And I saw that video.
7: Yeah. So this guy, um, he's, he's driving this car erratically. He's in and out of traffic and our deputy tries to stop him at one point and he drives crazy he drives, you know, speeds up. So the deputies make a decision. Um, it's not safe to chase him. Let's let him, let him, go. And so we don't endanger other people. and, um, so we let him go, and then the deputy was trying to find out who was driving that car. We had the tag number, we had the description, and in a follow up, we found out that that's the you know Clay was the name of the guy that was uh, actually driving it. And I said, oh okay. And so the deputy, to his credit, was driving down Mobile Highway and sees a car going the other way. Now he knows who he is, and he and he's going to try to stop him again because he's driving crazy again. Okay. So we get behind him, and he again you see some of it in the video that we put out uh but there was it's a long video so we don't we can only put out a portion of it i'm uh, just driving crazy clearly we had to stop him and you could tell in the video the deputy tried at one point to to put a little bump to him right and, um, and got the bumper stopped. off yeah that's he, he, all, he he, he, all i could get at the time um there's also a a, a period of time when the the car was going too fast to bump him and so we had to wait till the, the proper time um it's kind of with that that game that, that, that they kind of play if they think they go fast and we'll stop and um, we just try to stop it as quickly as we can. In and this was in maybe. and out
1: of traffic on Pine Forest, off onto the shoulder on the right. I mean, all this was bad. Yeah, at that point, we needed to stop it because it, it's
7: two times now we try to stop him, try to drive crazy. Uh, the first time we thought that we could, you know, uh, again, cancel the pursuit and 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 catch him later on. Right. Um, and that was not going to be the case because even later on he was going to be a danger to society. And so we, we put a stop to him. Luckily, he no one was injured. Um, as you can tell, he clipped a little bit of a trailer. Um, and they back and then finally ended up uh, uh, ended up finding some cocaine in the car as well. And
1: uh, Deputy Beatty and, and his canine
7: Maddox did, did a good job.
1: If there's any good note about it, it said he immediately surrendered and got down on his face on the ground right when he got pulled over.
7: Yeah, you know, the Canon the, the Maddox was um, was eager to uh, <laughs> assist,
1: to, to, to help us in our cause. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> uh, we also had a, a very unhappy story. 21 uh, year old Marvis Bedgood, who had gone missing last month, unfortunately, was found, right?
7: Uh, that's correct. Um, this happened in December uh, or appeared to have happened in December. Uh, he had not been seen since the first week of December. Family reported him missing. By two weeks afterwards about the middle of december uh, investigators obviously we had his we had him on billboards we had him as missing person we we're investigating it from the moment that we got the report um and then we had based on investigation uh we we got a tip that he may be in this area and fortunately for us we did find uh so that the family can have some closure at least and yeah, we're but- investigating it and we do have some leads but we ask if anyone has information on and you know, they can help us out, please let us know. Are we suspicious of
1: foul play? We're not sure yet. Everything's still on the table? Uh, well, they, we do not have the medical examiner report, but there is no doubt foul play is suspicious. Oh, okay. Yeah. So definitely a crime. Definitely okay. a crime.
7: We're investigating it as a homicide. Yes. I got you.
1: Okay. Uh, we also had a couple of, um, well, one just this morning and then another one as well, Uh accidental shootings is that right or do i have maybe there's a different what happened in century this morning yeah i just got a report from
7: the lieutenant up in century uh, lieutenant nelson that they got a report of an individual had a self-inflicted gunshot wound to the to the side i believe um so that's accidental shooting and then we had um a a father that was that accidentally shot his teenage son in the hand i believe over the weekend
1: and you know both of them appear to have been that appears to be um non-life-threatening okay so that's two accidental shootings and you know I've got guns. I've been around guns, you know, my adult life. And you've been around guns for a little while. For, okay. for a moment or two, yeah. And I don't understand how accidental... Accidental shooters are common. People have accidental... I mean, now, sometimes it's not accidental and they say it was. But there's an awful lot of times when it just really is accidental. I find... I just don't understand. The rules are not that complicated, right? You you keep the gun the first not thing pointed you it tell at a person. Your finger point, off the yeah. trigger, the safety on. You know, if, if there's... Even when you're sure the gun is empty, you don't point it at people, right? I mean,
7: that's that's it. Uh, first of all, you don't have a unloaded or you don't have a loaded weapon if you're cleaning it or, or right. handling it somehow, practicing whatever you want
1: to do. Um, or even, I never understand even the cleaning one. I, I never understand the cleaning one because who cleans a loaded gun? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't believe that they think it's loaded. They they probably just
7: don't know enough to know. Which but is like weird the because they're cleaning The of doing
1: it. it is to take it apart and then it's. Well, you know... Um, <laughs> <laughs> They're not polishing the handle. <laughs> I,
7: I, I, I can't defend the people that actually okay, shoot them. Right, I, 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 I can't. I do I do agree with you that the first thing you're taught is to never point a gun, whether you think it's loaded or not, at an individual. That does seem pretty simple. Uh, I know that we have a lot of people now that are concealed carry. And we right, discuss this right, a right. lot. Um, I would be very careful about that as well. Um, you know, putting guns, you know, hiding guns in and out of your waistband. Mm-hmm. Um, that seems that seems problematic um, if, if you're not very, very careful. Um, so I, I think that some of these common sense measures again if, if it's if it's loaded, certainly don't point at someone be extra careful don't put your finger on a, on the trigger and don't let the, the you know the, the clothes that, that you're um, trying to hide the gun in, don't let that catch the trigger as well. So I would obviously suggest some to sort of a hard uh, holster that you put Something in. Something that protects the trigger. and So right. there's no
1: accidental you know, shooting.
7: That, that's a lesson that, that you'll not soon forget.
1: Yeah, no, and it's just one of these things where I think, like, even TV, this is one of the rare times when TV's actually done a pretty good job of showing the finger off the trigger for everybody. Even in... Like, in situations where you would definitely have your finger on the trigger, they typically show the actors having it off the trigger, which is a good way to reinforce to people that that's what you're supposed to do most all of the time. But, you know, don't point at a person, ever. (laughs) Unless you're ready to shoot them, don't point at a person. I mean, like, I don't don't know about you, but we're just talking a little bit about, you know, gun safety and how accidental shootings, I just, they're sort of unfathomable to me. But I I go so far as if I have to lay a gun down on a, a table or a desk, it's pointed away from people that are in the house. If I'm if I if I'm putting a gun in the car, it's pointed in such a way that if God forbid something b- completely bizarre happens, it's not going to shoot a person in the car. Am I wrong? Do you do this? Well, I do the same thing. I think it becomes a habit, and yeah. if it's a
7: habit, you always do it. I mean, what, what is it going to hurt to turn that gun, the barrel away right. from 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 where an open room would be, or or even through a wall. Um, you know, these are again. These are you think these are common sense, but the, we do have we had two over this past weekend, right? Um, and we probably have at least a couple of a month of accidental shootings. And like you said, there are some that that don't even want to admit that it's an accidental shooting. They pretend like it's a, a drive-by shooting, mm-hmm. and they, they try to convince us that that it was it was a, you know, someone trying to kill them, but really they, they shot themselves just, on top of the foot or something like bad that. Bad at
1: handling the guns. I'm well, concerned. yeah, it's not probably not a gun. and no, you know, no, if you're, if you're gonna be, fair enough. Be Concerned about that. Probably haven't gone through a lot of safety training. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's I don't know. It's just it's one of those things that I find it. It would seem like if it happened once a year or something, you know. Okay, well, yeah, you know, you
7: think that if someone was behind a target and you know, accidentally like a hunter would be shooting through the woods yeah, and it hit yeah. someone. I don't recall having those. I mean, it's they're, always handling it right. It's, it's, it's something happens in the room and showing a new gun off mm-hmm. or something like that 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 it seems to go off.
1: Uh, last thing I wanted to ask you about is uh, the traffic safety median safety ordinance in uh, Scambia County is in effect. Have you guys made any warnings? Made any arrests?
7: We've made a few warnings and we've made one arrest, okay. uh, as from what I understand. I have instructed my deputies. Uh, now that we have an ordinance, yeah, um, you know, again, I just want to remind everyone it's it's only for medians that are six feet in, in and smaller and then we it goes through two cycles two light cycles and then we warn them first and that sort of thing. So it's a bit of an ordeal. I have to make sure that my deputies can stay there that long and and can take care of that. Uh, but but it's something. It's a start and and it's uh, something that I've instructed my deputies go ahead to enforce and and we've again to this point we've arrested one person and we've war-
1: we've made several warnings. Just on the case where there was an arrest, like the deputy has told him to go, I don't hear she told this person to go and then they just wouldn't, and you had to arrest them because you yeah, always I, warn first, right? Well, well, that's part part of it. Uh, that, that part
7: of the instruction is to to warn them, and then again, they 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 have to run through two different light cycles. And uh, I don't know the details of that particular arrest. Okay. I can tell they just told me we had made one arrest, but my assumption is that the deputy that works that beat or that area has told this individual time and time again okay. that you can't be here, and then they continue to show up, and ultimately they did what I
1: expect them to. Do. All right, we've told you you're going to jail. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm just, you know, it's hard to imagine, but I mean, then again, people, <laughs> people are going to do stuff. So,
7: Well, I, I don't know if they they take us serious. I yeah, mean, right. you know, because for historically, we haven't really had a, a, an ordinance just, that yeah. we that has some teeth that we can enforce. And and again, we understand the balance between a need, a needy person, a person that may be hungry. Um, but we also understand the, the, the needs of, of
1: business owners and, and, you know, laws are laws and we're going to enforce them. Very good, Sheriff Chip Simmons. As always, thank you, sir. Uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week. As always, thank you for the time. Thanks for keeping us safe and uh, keep your deputies and your canines uh, warm tomorrow. We appreciate it. <laughs> we will. Y'all take care. Absolutely. 549 here on News Radio 92 3 informative news. Local, dependable. If you have a business, you have employees, you have uh, you have to take care of human resources, you have to take care of payroll, you have to take care of employee benefits, and uh, you might have a plan in place that you absolutely love. You might not have a plan in place that you totally love, uh, or you just might be looking to find out if there's a better way to do it. Whatever the reason, give Torgerson and you a call. This is what they've been doing for more than two decades here locally is helping businesses like yours run this part of the, um, well, let's just say the undesirable side effects of being in business. You know, it's stuff nobody really gets into business because you like. It's just the byproduct of having employees, and you want to do your best by your employees. But they do like it. They're the weirdos. They enjoy this kind of stuff. They're kind of like, you know, insurance math nerds, and they, they're, they're good at it. I know because we've been using them here at uh, Cat Country and News Radio for uh, about seven years now, and they've been great. They're good with customer service. They find us the best deals that are out there and available, and um, like I said, just they have been fantastic, I know, from personal experience. 433 433- 99.96 for Torgerson Causey or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com.
5: Is your home your dream home? Or does it at least have the potential to be your dream home? Maybe you need to make a change. Maybe you just need new appliances. If that's the case, you need to check out Tops Appliance in Milton locally owned and operated. Top's Appliance has just what you need to turn your home into your dream home. Top of the line freezers, refrigerators, dishwashers, stoves, plus washer and dryer combos. Top Appliance carries the name brands that you know and trust, including GE, Hotpoint, Speed Queen, and so much more. And they have a full installation and service department, something the big box stores just don't offer. They also Keep most items in stock so you can take it home today. Turn your ordinary home into your dream home with an appliance upgrade from Topps Appliance. Highway 90 in Milton, just east of Stewart
4: Street. Hobbies can be fun and expensive. How about a hobby that's fun and could make you money? Find out tomorrow morning at 10 with Emerald Coast Coins. Hear about precious metals and metal detectors as a great hobby. For nearly 20 years, Emerald Coast Coins has been one of the top-rated businesses in Northwest Florida to buy and sell gold, silver, and the best metal detectors to find treasure. Get more information about this tomorrow morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel.
1: The Pensacola
4: Expert Panel, 9 to 11, weekdays on News ninety 92.3 AM, 1620.
7: Parents usually know if their children will argue over their inheritance, but this can be prevented. I'm Wesley Odom with Mod Advisors. No one wants to see their wealth wasted away because of poor planning. I've assisted several clients with estate planning ideas and sometimes have served as trustee or executor upon their death. Give me a call at 497-6167. Armott Advisors is charting a better course.
4: It's time to gear up for success in 2024
0: with the lightest and greatest gear at Jim's Firearms. Your one-stop destination for everything firearms. Enhance your shooting experience with cutting-edge optics. Illuminate your targets with powerful lights and lasers. And carry with confidence using state-of-the-art holsters. They have everything you need to dominate the range. Jim's Firearms at the corner of Sorrento Road at Blue Angel Parkway. Or shop online at jimsfirearms.net. Gear up and make 2024 your best year on the range.
6: A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's Pep Talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say. If you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 930
4: on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.
6: It's News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, AM 1620, the website, the app, or your smart device. It's news on your terms.
1: I'm not the first guy who fell in love with a girl he met in a restaurant who then turned out to be the daughter of a kidnapped scientist, only to lose her to a childhood lover who she'd last seen on a deserted island and who turned out 15 years later to be the leader of the French Underground. ever from Val Kilmer. <laughs> That's from Top Secret if you don't remember it. That's the movie whose best line isn't a line. The best line in that movie is when the um, uh, the German little troop jeep bumps into the back end of the, um, the Pinto at one mile an hour and it explodes. <laughs> which is a horrible thing to laugh about, but mm, it was a funny joke. 554 on News Radio 923 Informative Local Dependable. I'm Andrew McKay at Pensacola Morning News. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David,
2: the man that shot and killed 5 people at an LGBT nightclub in Colorado back in 2022 is now facing dozens of new charges. According to court documents, Anderson Lee Aldrich pleaded guilty to 50 federal hate crime charges and 24 firearm violations yesterday. Federal prosecutors say they do not plan to seek the death penalty, but they did agree to multiple concurrent life sentences. Uh, ABC News is canceling their GOP primary debate that was scheduled for Thursday, citing a lack of participation. Both former President Trump and former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley uh, did not respond to a deadline of Tuesday afternoon for that. uh, Debates? Debates. We don't know stinking Debates. Well, it is weird that uh, you know so many people just aren't wanting to participate in the debates.
1: Yeah, I agree. But you know, is that the first time President Trump has done something weird? No, <laughs> not really. No, no, not at all.
2: <laughs> I would love to see him in a debate, though.
1: I well, you know, go watch some of the old ones. <laughs> They're on reruns. <laughs> they, they are available on Syndi- YouTube.
2: Syndicated now. That's
1: right. That's right. Uh, are we done, sir? Yeah, that's all. I've oh, got. all right. Very good. I did. I didn't know. I thought. I thought maybe there was one more coming. Sorry, my my mistake. Uh four three seven sixteen twenty, four three seven, sixteen twenty. What else do we have going on? Oh man, this is a um this is just so you know when you're driving down the road, like I don't know, anywhere, and you see a sign put up by F dot or L dot or anywhere you go, and it's a little bit clever and it makes you chuckle. Okay, that's now banned by the federal government. The National Highway Transportation Agency, uh, which is a subdivision of uh, the Department of Transportation, has now said that you can no longer have funny... Now, they didn't say it that way, but what they said was um, you have to have signs that only communicate significant messages, and uh, they have to tell people about crashes ahead, adverse weather conditions, traffic delays, seatbelt reminders, dangers of speeding or driving impaired, but no funny business! Simple, direct, brief, legible, and clear. So, like, in Massachusetts, they had um, use your blinker. It's spelled like B-L-I-N-K-A-H. There was one in Ohio. Visiting in-laws? Slow down. Get there late. (laughs) Which is great. Uh, There was one from Pennsylvania. Don't drive star-spangled hammered? There's one from New Jersey. Hocus pocus, drive with focus. And uh, I think my personal favorite on the quick list they had at uh, the AP was from Arizona: "Hands on the wheel, not your meal." Arizona, Arizona actually apparently does a contest. I did. I don't. This has started after I uh, lived there uh, seven years ago. They started doing this every year. They do a contest, and people submit their funniest and most creative messages, and then they put the best ones up. They got more than 300 signs, and. Um, winners uh let's see 3 3700 entries last year winners included seat belts always pass a vibe check and i'm just at, i'm just a sign asking drivers to use turn signals and uh, i don't know they're not that great but something you know i'm going to say this and it's going to be a little bit harsh but it's really not that far off target target you know who really really hates humor fascists i'm oh, serious there is a certain mindset that is sort of the ripe breeding ground for fascism, that does not like humor, doesn't like satire, doesn't like to be mocked or to make fun or to have fun or to smirk or to snicker, you know, just doesn't like any of that stuff. And, you know, it's the same the same person that, uh, you know, they show up at the, you know, they, they run for the HOA board a lot of times. <laughs> they try to get a job at TSA. Like, it's a certain kind of sort of petty humorless bureaucrat that if you believe Hannah Arendt's writing, and I do, is that these are the kind of people that make it possible to have actual fascism because it just sort of fits with the mindset. You know, irreverence, humor, disruption, all of that kind of stuff. Most people love this, but these are the kind of people that pass some building code that says, you must uh, get all of your wall murals approved before you do street art, you know? No, um have some funny, be a human.
6: Stream us at newsradio923.com. Newsradio923. WNRP Golf Freeze Milton Pensacola.